0: She's a super geek is a proud member of the misdirected mark network. She's a rock and roll play baby. And she throws an 20 crazy. She's a rock and roll play baby. And she's near the normal and baby. I'm in love. You're listening to episode 80 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. I'm Emily and on today's podcast. My co-host Senda and I are joined by Liz from Angry Hamster Publishing to play the final part of Familiar's of Terra. Thank you to our patrons Ariel Vice and our new coiffed ear patron Time Paradox. Thank you both so much. We're so excited that you love and support our show. We love doing this, and if you'd like to help us out, patreon.com/sasgeek Last time on Familiars of Terra, our seekers, Lee and Yana, were out in the Badlands trying to find Corinne Foster's Familiar, when they realized someone or something was following them.
1: At the moment you turn around, you hear a high-pitched scream, and also kind of like a whale, a goose's whale, and... Uh, you you turn around see a uh, a young woman um with uh, she has glasses and she has dark black hair tan skin and she's in what you would assume would be the stereotype of adventuring gear but completely impractical almost for what she's wearing cuz she looks like she comes <laughs> out of a catalog
0: uh-huh. it's it's like armor that has like boob plate and then, like completely <laughs> exposes
1: all of her cleavage oh dear and there's also like a goose who also is like you know has like a little like set of accessorized binoculars around the <laughs> goose's neck which like literally can do nothing for this goose because the eye holes aren't even in the right place but just look cute oh they're cosplaying and at this point she is screaming at the top of her lungs because your familiars have kind of snuck around back <laughs> scared the living daylight out of her. And the goose is also just like letting out like the lo- longest honk. Little girl, you want to turn around and head back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She kind of like like looks around and she uh, she kind of pulls down uh, her little like tucked in shirt like you know, hmm, I am not a girl. Thank you very much. I i'm a woman all right little lady little
0: woman person gender non-specific it doesn't matter turn around and go back you don't know what you're doing
1: no no and, and, and she uh she basically like trips over over a rock walking up to you um and you see her her goose kind of like two seconds later awkwardly trip over the same rock and she uh, she pushes up her glasses and she says no no I, i'm here to help you Mmm,
2: this is a really bad idea. Are you actually prepared to be in the Badlands right now? Wait, wait. There's radiation and
1: stuff here. This is extremely wait. dangerous. Queen Ducklin 12? She says, uh, and she pushes up her glasses again. Maybe. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that that is your Instagram handle? There is nothing yeah. wrong with my Instagram handle. <sighs> and I am here... To save you from yourself. She is
0: a... She is a me wannabe.
1: I am a scholar. And because I post occasional pictures and may have partaken in one of your hashtags, does not mean I am a want-to-be of of yours.
0: (laughs) What do you study? Because all you post is pictures of that goose. And not even cute pictures of the goose. Like, I'm looking at the cute goose, and this goose is very cute in person. How do you not capture this cuteness? Here, let me show you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You do not have my permission. You do not have my permission to take a picture. Well, I'm not going to post it.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Lee, and I'm sorry. Tell me your name,
1: please. (laughs) It's Queen Ducklin 12. My name is Hap Tonka, and I am a Seeker Scholar, and I am here to assist you because I was watching your Instagram feeds. I saw where you were going. I saw that mess that happened in the square at Greenleaf. And I realized that you needed my assistance.
0: Wow, you put all that together from... Well, I guess you saw in person, so...
1: Don't leave your geotags on your Instagram account if you don't want people to follow you. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: the geotag... I mean, we took pictures around Greenleaf. This is a place that people come. It's a tourist attraction. It's not like... It's okay, unusual okay, okay. for people to come okay, here. Okay,
2: okay, 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 So here's the most important part, because you are in the middle of the Badlands, and I'm going to tell you honestly that you don't look very well prepared. I bought this
1: kit to assist, to follow you in into the Badlands to assist you.
2: Okay, but do you have the, the stuff for radiation right now? Because I'm very concerned about that.
1: Oh, that's a good point. I'm just going to make a wit check for her. and I have a six. Okay, she has wit eight. Of course! I brought okay. the tablets. She basically pulls up a little Ziploc bag out of one of her zipper pockets on her vest. Wait, did you
0: take one or do you just have them?
1: I didn't know that you needed to dose yourself before. She like okay, she well, takes out a tablet and like pulls out a <laughs> bottle of Bevion and like <laughs> swallows the tablet.
2: <sighs> okay, look. Um. Okay. That's, okay, that's we, from hash. Uh,
1: that's from uh,
0: at seeker star or uh, seekers starlight isn't it oh man she sells the worst cosplay stuff it's not cosplay
1: it's adventuring gear can you just give us a second just just lee like i am a scholar you need me from what i see from your instagram feed and she just like glares at you lee So Yeah.
0: Um I'm not stupid. I didn't post anything about this quest on my Instagram feed. We don't need people knowing that we're going into the Badlands. We
2: look we're too far in her. I know we're too far in to take her back safely. We're gonna have to do this all over again. We're really close.
0: She got here by herself. She can get back by herself.
2: Uh I'm just look at her and the goose.
0: And the rock they just tripped over. It's kind of a miracle she got here this far.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Can you just, for this, it's only like today, right? So like, I know people, it's a thing. People is a thing. It's okay. It's not just people. It's her. Okay. Okay. But, but like, we can't send her back on her own. It really seriously is not safe.
0: Mm. Fine. Look at her cute goose. It's super cute. Yes, the goose is cute. You could take pictures of the goose and Loaz. Nope. Don't want to encourage this. Okay. Well, cute goose. All right. So,
1: look, you can come with us. Say your name again. My name is Hap. As in happy sidebar. You guys know that people from Endril, their first names... Are basically things that their parents want to give them, like happiness, tenacity, and stuff like that. But they normally they normally shorten their name. So she calls herself Hap, but her full name is Happy. Okay. Good, good things that they didn't name her Tenacity. Otherwise, she'd be Tent. Well, you can you can you can shorten it however you want. So you could also be City or Yeah, Tena. Something. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hap.
2: So Hap. Okay. Hap. Here's the thing. You can come. Hooray!
0: Thank you for your help. But. But. We don't want any mishaps. I'm sorry. (laughs) Mishaps. Dun, dun, dun! (laughs) What a terrible pun. Hey, I take pictures. I'm not a writer.
2: We're really concerned about your safety in this situation. We don't actually know what we're getting into. We know that there's lesions and veins involved in this. So...
0: We don't want to, we're not going to tell her everything, right?
2: No, that was all I was going to tell her. Oh,
0: okay. (laughs) I mean, that is everything.
2: I mean, we can tell her more if we need to tell her more, but like, I want to make sure that she understands what she's actually talking about, because... Right.
1: She rolls her eyes at you guys, and she folds her arms, and she says, oh, my epitome. She says, you were at the Statue of the Five, right? You're investigating them. I told you I'm a scholar.
0: Or you read the plaque.
2: I'm standing there holding a desiccated arm in
1: my hand staring at her. <laughs> <laughs> she she just like she looks at the arm like as you kind of look at her and she just ignores it. <laughs> she, uh, she continues and she says, if you look at my feed, she's like, Oh, it's it's not loading. One second. And and she basically goes to her photos. She's like, you'll see that all these pictures as she like scrolls through viciously as she's talking to you, <laughs> all these pictures are of me and my goosekin doing research about various seekers throughout the time. And Lee, please don't think that you're a seeker. I know you've been calling yourself that, and just because you have one title, it means it. Okay.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. And what title do you have, Queen Duckling 12? Um, I have two PhDs. Um, yeah, that don't make you a seeker.
1: I'm not a seeker! I'm a scholar who studies seekers. A seeker-scholar. Why don't people understand that when I explain it to them? Because you have two PhDs and don't know how to talk to normal people. Oh, you want to talk about not understanding how to talk to normal people? Okay. okay. I take pictures. Okay. That's I'm not good at talking okay. to people. Okay. I know that about okay. myself.
0: Okay, so I step in front of Lee. <laughs> I am the one who has over 2 million Instagram followers. I, know. I have you a have title, lots. I have a trophy, it's gr- it's- I have a dragonkin. Yep. Come yep. on.
2: I know, I know. Look, just for today, okay? Just for today. Okay, look, uh, Hap, thank you for your help. Please try not to touch anything or trip over anything or do anything.
0: And no pictures.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, secondarily, I think probably no pictures is a good rule, because I don't think we need to be posting pictures of the Badlands on nope. the uh, the internet. That seems nope. bad.
1: I don't need those cheap follows. Like, that is just gross. I wouldn't do that.
2: Okay, see, so, see, see, she's a, she's a good person. She's, she's fine. She's fine. We're all fine. We're all friends here. Your definition of good person is interesting. We're all friends here right now for the day. Okay. Look, Lee! All right.
0: Why don't hey, you hap- if you're helpful, tell us something helpful. Ugh.
1: Thank you. If you would have stopped insulting me, I could have told you this a long time ago. But anyway, Lee, in, in that same tone. She explains to you that two of her PhDs are on like um, history topics, basically. First on the vast war, which she wrote a paper on, and then on secret activities within the vast war. And you guys get the feeling that when she saw one of her rivals. In the area of one of her topics of study, she couldn't help but go there and see what was going to happen.
0: Ah, b- <laughs> wait, who's her rival? You. But I'm not a rival in her s- study area.
2: No, no, but you're a rival in her Instagram. Oh,
1: damn. <laughs> you know, she, she, she noticed when you gave a heart to every other one of her study fellows pictures except for her own.
2: Therefore, you are her rival. I don't give the hearts. Loaz does. Just like you don't write the invitations for your raves? They're fake
0: raves. Come on. Do you really want to go to a fake rave? Maybe. You didn't even ask. Well, I didn't ask anybody. Have you ever been to a real rave?
2: No. Yes.
1: Absolutely typical.
2: Okay. So, uh, look, Lee, why don't you lead and I'll go in the middle and Hap can go last.
0: You have the arm that tells us where to go. Why don't
2: I lead?
0: With Hap.
2: uh, Why don't I go in the middle and Hap goes on my right and you go on my left?
1: So you guys basically walk further into the Badlands like Charlie's Angels. With an arm. (laughs) You head deeper in. Um, Hap is taking notes as you guys walk just on her general observations of the area and what she sees and feels in the area. Besides her being very clumsy, as long as you guys don't talk to her, she doesn't talk to you. Or as long as you guys don't talk to each other, she doesn't interject. And you travel further into the Badlands. As you follow the arm tugging you one way and the other, you guys start to feel moisture in the air. You know, it's it's, it's a sunny day and you know where it, when it just starts getting heavy with humidity? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ugh. You start feeling that. And the air starts getting heavy. And also your lungs feel as if they're getting heavy.
2: Well, this is unpleasant. This is weird. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, and, and so that's the point where, like, Leia flies up from the ground and sets herself back on my shoulder
0: instead of trotting along
2: next to me. We're
0: flying around and She's flitting. She's tired. Yeah. All right. Should we Should we take a break? Do we want to get some water?
2: Um. I mean, maybe really quickly, but I don't really want to stay here longer than we have to. Here, water.
1: Reach into my pack, pass water, just, let's just keep walking. And perhaps, like, ugh, can't your stunted lizard, like, ride us on its back or something?
0: She is a fabled dragonkin, and you will treat her with respect.
1: Okay. Well, so we- let's
2: keep walking.
0: <laughs> Did you bring- I call her a lizardkin on her Instagram, because I also need to make a living.
1: Look, Hap, did you bring water? She pulls out basically, you know, like one of those like pre-packaged meal type things. And, yes. and, yeah. and you know, she, she, she kind of pulls it out, like, you know, undoes the plastic lid and like <laughs> pokes a little straw in the juice box and starts sipping. How much field work do you do, Hap? Mainly, I, uh, I study in the uh, National Archives in Endrel. Mm. So none. Well, I'm in the field right now, aren't I? Yeah, but you ain't working. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Shh.
0: All right. Hey, Hap. Uh, what do you know about Corinne Fosso?
1: (laughs) Oh, you want information now?
0: Well, um, if you prove your worth, maybe I'll stop making fun of you.
1: She, uh, she basically looks like she wants to give a witty comeback to that, but it also, like, she also has this look on her face, like she really, really just wants to, like, share her knowledge.
0: I know, because I'm totally this girl in real life. I know what she's thinking,
1: <laughs> and she like she can't resist just like unloading Kryn Faso's like entire life story on you guys, like the unabridged version from you know Kryn growing up in Ratha, and you know making her way into the vast world, war, and her many deeds. You may not know this, but but one of the uh, most interesting things that she tells you is that there are legends. So normally when a human dies, their familiar dies soon after. And humans can survive their familiar passing, but it's extremely traumatic. And normally they end up just kind of withering away as well. But sometimes they do. Crin, they say that her familiar actually died a couple of weeks before she did, but she could sense the ending of the battle. and. That some people say that her spirit, act- uh, her familiar, actually turned into a vein, which stayed with Crin, which gave her basically the strength to kind of shield others and protect and fight with such ferocity for the last weeks of the war.
0: Hmm.
2: See, now that's useful. I told you, yeah. Lee. It's, that's 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 that's, that's useful. useful.
0: If it's true. Mm. <laughs> well, no, you said. I mean, how do we know whether or not something turned into a vein or not unless we find it? Well, like, okay. that's a great idea, but grief it's makes people think silly things. Kind of like, after my grandfather died, my grandma saw his spirit around a lot. Yeah, Does that mean go... that his ghost was actually there? We're going to go a little no. right, right here. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm just steering us. I'm like, okay, and then we're going to take a little bit of a ride around this tree, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, almost like you know, she, she starts in with, well, your grandmother. And then, like, as you lead her away, she stops. Don't you dare say anything bad about my grandmother. I wasn't going to say anything bad about your grandmother. Why do you, would you think that someone would say something bad about your grandmother? So it's this way. (laughs) You guys continue. Senda, can you make me an awareness check for Leia as she kind of like flutters up and looks around? Yeah,
2: absolutely I can. Ooh, I got a three and my awareness is ten.
1: Leia's kicking butt. She is. I would expect no less. She kind of flies up. And the thing is, is that you guys encounter this as she flutters up and just kind of takes a look around. You see that you enter an area where it seems to be raining or at least clouds of rain. And what's strange is that the rain isn't falling from the sky, but it's leaching out of the earth and kind of dissipating into the atmosphere. You just kind of stop yourself on one of these, at one of the edges of these clouds and Leia can see for quite a distance in the way that you want to go, that there are these kind of clouds of mist. And they're very thick, almost like a fog of like this backwards rain.
2: Ooh, this is this is strange. Is it so big that we have to go through it, or can we just go around it as like a,
1: a cloud? You think you can kind of navigate them but they're very close together they they are like very close together clouds so you're probably gonna have to be very agile as you navigate yourself or smart as you navigate yourself through them
2: i turn and look at hap well i guess she's smart <laughs> she has two she has two phds okay okay
0: yes but <laughs> speaking as emily
1: <laughs> some of the dumbest people i know have multiple phds i mean they Difference between book smarts and street smarts.
2: Yeah, I'm like, there's intelligence and then there's wisdom. Have you come across anything in your research about anything like this? I'll make
1: a check for her. Mm-hmm. Seven. Oh, okay. One point below her threshold. Ooh. She uh basically uh takes her juice box and she kind of opens it up. She holds it out and she kind of captures some of the cloud in it and she sniffs it. She's like, Apple? No, that was the juice box. <laughs> And uh, she sniffs it a bit more. She's like, "Ooh, yeah, I, uh, I think it's acid. I don't know what's wrong with the ground that it's doing that, but I think the actual consistency of it is some type of biological weapon that was used."
0: This is fun. This is great.
2: Aren't you glad I take you on adventures? Yeah, Look,
0: that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, no,
1: but it's actually awesome. I think we should spend too long around this or in it. Okay. Well, I. I how about agree. let's.
2: Not go in it if we can avoid it. Okay, so Leia, can you fly over these and try and give us hints as to
1: the right path? I think that bark means yes.
2: It means yes for me, and I'm playing her, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so she flies up. That's actually one of her traits is her wings, so you don't need to make a check for that. She helps you guys navigate through. Emily, do you have an idea of how Lee is or or Loaz is going to help navigate through these clouds? Because basically, like Leia is giving you guys the way, but now I think Lee sees your main obstacle, is probably happen at this point. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is one of the problems with believing that all life is sacred. Uh... <laughs> Oh, even hers. (laughs) So my title of savior allows me to sort of get bonuses to save lives. And so at this point, we are talking about saving our lives. And hers. That's a bit of a stretch. No, I
2: mean, hers. Pretty. Yeah. It's kind of directly because you can keep her from falling into it. Right.
0: (laughs) The big thing for Loaz is she has sticky feet, right? But there's no, there's really nothing for her to stick to. You could stick her to
2: Hap. Uh, to do what? <laughs> stick one 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 foot to Hap so that Hap can't like fall off the narrow path that we're on. I don't know. That might make it worse. <laughs> is she small enough and Loaz big enough that she could actually ride her?
0: I'm looking for veins and lesions. That's the other thing is I could be like very actively on the look for them. So they don't pop out at you guys. That's the only other thing I can really think of is I can, I can, I'm helpful.
1: So you guys have two kind of lookout things prepared. I'm just going to make a check for Hap to see how she does. Oh boy. I'm going to say it's an agility check because she's not trying to walk through them. She's trying to walk around them. She gets a three. Oh, uh, she's goodness. fine. Whew. <laughs> so you guys uh, you guys navigate your way through, uh, through the clouds very carefully, Lee keeping an eye out for lesions and veins, Leia scouting around to make sure you guys get through. And as you go deeper and deeper into these clouds, it seems as if you reach the epicenter at the point where it feels like there's nowhere you can go, that almost the clouds are closing in on you. When you turn around and you feel as if you're trapped, but you go forward and you step through something. You realize that around you, there aren't clouds anymore. And you turn back and you look behind you and all the clouds are kind of swirling around this giant invisible force field, which seems to be around you, which you just stepped through.
0: Oh, wow. Is that in your history books, Hap?
2: Hey, come on, this is really cool, you guys. Stop fighting. It's really
1: cool.
0: I wasn't fighting, I was gloating.
1: Mm-mm. Hap is too kind of like won- bewondered by everything to, uh, to really respond to that. Though it seems as if maybe later on she's saving a comeback. Uh, fine. <laughs> Good luck with that. In front of you, you guys see in the distance there is the remnants of what seems like an old blasted town.
0: Hmm. Is this the old Greenleaf?
2: Oh, do you think that was new Greenleaf, or is this something totally different?
1: Hap says, if I'm correct, I think that this was a uh, a village near Greenleaf called Resting Waters. Uh, Hap, any big battles or anything in here? Mm, well, the entire area that was Badlands was, was a giant battle. I can't remember anything specifically about Resting Waters besides for that it was at one of Almost near the epicenter of the Badlands, at least if we if we trace it out, you know, to the borders.
2: Right. All right. No big deal. Right. That's fine. Interesting. The force field is interesting, though, isn't it? Is that? Uh, Yeah. Is that the kind of thing because it sort of seems protective? Is this the kind of thing that like a vein would
1: do or would be able to do? Definitely. That seems like a a definite possibility. I mean, depending on how big and important the vein is, it can do anything from just making sure that the water of a fountain spurts to protecting an entire town or causing earthquakes and stuff like that.
2: Oh, yay. Oh, where's your sense of adventure? Come on, Lee. Come on. So. Let's go.
0: We've come this far. Yeah. Does the town look... Old but preserved
1: or like crumbly ruins? Crumbly ruins, old houses, like retro houses to you guys. You know what I mean? Houses that have been built probably a hundred years ago or so and not upkept. And as you guys walk into town, you see that on the town sign or what's left of the town sign, you see it's kind of kind of says esting. You know, the R has been like blown off one side, waters, it's been crossed out, plod. Onto the sign, it says Weeping Lake. Huh. That, that's fair.
2: That's fair. But like, that means there's someone here who changed the sign,
0: or something.
2: Yeah. So, oh, you're thinking about that stuff from Plinth. Maybe.
0: Hmm. Actually, I wasn't until you said <laughs> that. Um, just thinking about a vein, but now I'm thinking it. Can veins? manipulate matter like that yeah
2: okay okay so it could be that too
0: it could be or both
2: i mean what if there's a vein here that's protecting like some people creatures i don't know okay well Mm. let's go see what we Mm -hmm. find
1: so as you're walking basically have like mutters under your breast basically you're saying you don't know do you do you have she says, uh, "No, but we only know." That's why we call ourselves seekers. Ugh. <sighs> okay, but so let's. Okay, let's. And, yeah, and
2: I'm assuming that the arm is still taking me in this direction.
1: Yeah, the arm has seemed to like. It seems like the arm has taken you to where it wants to take you, <laughs> <laughs> and it's done now. Like, like it, it feels like it feels like it's like you know you need to investigate this. Area. It's like nope, stop here. <laughs> no no you like you get the feeling like it the itchy feeling is just all over your palm now. Like you think it's kind of almost overwhelmed.
2: Well this doesn't feel very nice, so I think we need to look around. <laughs> yeah. Do you look around together or do you split up? I think we better look around together.
0: Uh yeah, I'm not taking hap.
2: No, no, we're all staying together so that I can keep you and hap from murdering each
1: other.
0: I wouldn't murder her if I wasn't with her.
1: I wouldn't murder him because he's not worth my time, so... Anyway, so (laughs) we're all going together. Are you guys trying any particular... uh, Like, now that you know there might be something in town, are you trying to be stealthy or are you just kind of walking in?
2: Mm, I mean, I'm kind of all for walking in.
0: That that's me. (laughs) At this point, we're... Where are the intruders here?
1: I mean, the likelihood of them already knowing we're here is pretty good. All right. So you guys walk straight in. Like, you know, the town town sign is on the main road into the town. So you guys walk in and you get amongst Mm -hmm. these these broken down buildings, this rubble and blasted areas. You start to see and hear the signs of lesions, not veins. Mm -hmm. You guys know enough. Because Hap is there, and she nervously babbles as you walk, to uh, to know that the spirits who died here aren't veins. You know, maybe one of you mentions veins, and she's like, "Not veins, lesions." And uh, they're called uh, they're called lesions. People have died in the war, Um, and you see them slowly starting to rise and kind of crawl out of the buildings, and you hear a soft wailing and moaning, almost as if you hear the to and fro of battle. Echoing from their voices.
0: So these are basically the spirits of humans that haven't moved on. They're not necessarily uh malevolent, but not necessarily no. Okay. Mm. Well, I think we should do our best not to disturb them.
2: Well, I think we already disturbed them by I'm walking fair. in because that's why they're coming out. I mean, it's definitely a new experience, which is kind of cool, but um mm. Mm.
1: And as you guys hmm. <coughs> You see them kind of crawling out of the buildings and you see like, you know, soldiers with torn clothing. You see also people that must've been here, a child kind of dragging his leg towards you, a man with half of his face kind of obscured in this wispy spiritness as if it's been blown off. It's not graphic. It's just creepy as all these kind of tendrils of smoke leak from his face.
0: I, will trigger my heart of compassion, basically, and say, we're not here to hurt you. We come in peace. If any of you can point us towards Corinne Faso or anything to do with her, we
1: can be on our way. You activate your, uh, your heart of peace. You speak kind of towards the spirit, and they all kind of just start crowding around you almost. There's still a way for you guys to walk forward. They haven't touched you. So you can continue to walk if you want. But it does feel almost as if they're corralling you. Oh. Mm. Okay,
2: well, that's okay. Good corral. Uh, I guess we're going to find out. Let's, I mean, let's just see what happens. Are we sure this is okay? Really, no. But this is why I tried to get you to go back to town and you decided you were going to come with us anyway. So, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Um,
1: uh, haven't you dealt with things like this before? Like, aren't you meant to be professional? Here's the thing.
0: Each area is completely different than the others. While the horrors of war are always horrific, they are unique.
2: Yeah, so basically, not this specific thing, but things
1: like it. Come on, it'll be fun. As you walk, like, Hap kind of grabs, I think, Hap probably grabs onto your arm, Yana, and like you know, as the spirits kind of get closer, she starts like kind of blowing their general direction. Like,
2: <laughs> hey, 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 be nice. They're not doing anything bad to you right now. I know it's sort of intimidating, but it's okay. Just
0: and as we go past, I'm just like, sorry, I'm sorry, everybody, about her. She, <laughs> she doesn't know what she's doing. She's not really with us. We're just <laughs> trying to protect her because all life is sacred, I guess. You got really like jaded here really (laughs) like Like, real quick. (laughs) Well, all life is sacred and I guess her too. Yeah, I guess. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. You guys are corralled towards the center of town. And at the center of town, you see that there is a fountain that no longer spurts any water. It's actually kind of half of it is broken. Um, The basin is actually broken and crumbling. But the top part that would actually spurt all the water out into the fountain is still intact. And atop it, you see that there's a giant tortoise shell resting on it. Oh, a real one or a stone one? A real one. A real one, okay. From this tortoise shell, you see kind of this barrier, which has been protecting the town, kind of spurting Mm -hmm. from it almost in like a donut shape that it uh, goes around the town. Standing in front of the tortoise shell, you see the wispy form of a woman. It's not Kryn, it seems to be someone else. It actually is a woman in quite plain, if not retro clothing, you know, like fifties. You see that she has like a huge, from where her chest is, you see that there's like this large wispy area as if she was injured there. You both hear this, though you hear it, I guess you hear it a little bit clearer, Lee, Gianna, you hear it kind of almost as if it's an echo in your mind as the person mm-hmm. talks, but Lee, you hear it clear as day and you can kind of make out the woman's uh, voice. The living are not welcome here. Turn back. We seek
0: to bring peace to a seeker who fell during the war.
1: Crenfaso. Faso That name is known to me. What do you wish to do?
2: She is sending us to... Collect the pieces of her so that she can move on. Is that
1: her familiar? Emotions to uh, the li- large tortoise shell. This is the protector.
2: Oh no, cool. we cannot take this shell yeah. away from them. Oh my god!
0: Yeah, we can't do that to these, 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 uh-huh. spir- these.
2: Setting question in general: Is there a way to to basically send lesions to like peaceful sleep instead of being lesions?
0: Can we can we final fantasy una dance this?
1: If you if you find the cause of their suffering and kind of help them to move on you can. You think though like you know you see all these spirits around you which are centering around you guys and groaning now in pain. There's a lot of them though. You're not yeah. sure what would particularly bring every single one of these people peace. But they seem, you know, this town is mostly forgotten here. <sighs>
0: Um, what would bring all y'all peace? (laughs) It's worth asking.
1: The woman takes a a step towards you, and as she does, she blinks, and she's actually right in front of you guys now. Ah. You leaving now. Really? That's gonna bring you all peace and help you pass on? Hap looks at you, and she is like, you need to shut up.
2: (laughs) Okay, Yana, help me- our concern is that you seem to be in pain, and I'm on a quest. We are on a quest to resolve the pain of another lesion as well. Is there anything that we can do to stop your pain?
1: At this point, you guys, uh, you hear a cacophony of voices rise up around you. Every person is screaming out something that they want. Oh, you Get you want this to want acid to out. Yeah. of do you want to try to maybe discern the truth from all the pain that you hear? Yeah, yes. would that be like wits? Yeah, I think that would work. I mean, do, I, how how does your like, I mean, how is your character approaching this? Like emotionally or kind of higher thought things? I think wits.
2: I mean, I think I think the question was both emotional and wits. But I think yes. that in trying to pick out what's true from all the responses wits yeah that's what i that's the part that i think is very wits yeah i think so too because first you have to understand all the responses and everybody's screaming at the same
0: time yeah i think i go into healer mode which is mm-hmm. a you know acknowledging the emotions but also realizing that there is something else that will connect them so trying to be up on the As Ronald Heifetz says, trying to be up on the balcony looking down at the dance. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, why don't... Sorry, I don't know an RPG equivalent. (laughs) Why don't you guys, uh, why don't you guys both make me a witch check?
0: Come on, come on. Yes! Oh,
1: damn it. Seven!
0: I I, I have a ten and I got a seven! I have a jack
2: and I got a king, so... No. But it's got cute pandas on it.
1: But Lee, Lee goes into healer mode, right? Like, I think the, the pain of these people really connects to him in some way, right? What you hear, um, some people are screaming about their families. Some people are screaming about the way they died. Some are, you know, angry that it seems like the only thing that remem- is remembered is the Seekers and not them. You know, that there's no monument to just the people. And you you get that feeling, you get through it, you feel like whatever solution would make all these spirits happy is something that wouldn't make them feel forgotten, that would acknowledge what they went through and in a a real way and let people know their stories because this is a forgotten town in the midst of a really terrible occurrence.
0: I turn and look
1: at Hap. Hap like looks at you. She's terrified at this point. There's no sass left in in her. (laughs)
0: You, you want another PhD? Uh, uh, what? Hey, everybody, I am very sorry for what has happened to you. But here we have a scholar who can make your stories known. We will hear them. We will record them. We will go back to Greenleaf and make sure that these become part of the lore of everything that happened during the vast war.
1: The, uh, the woman who is uh, close to you, her ethereal hand kind of comes out. And uh, brushes against against Hap's adventuring hat. She uh, she says, "Is this true?" Hap looks at the both of you, and like the color has kind of drained from her face. Hey, Hap,
0: it's okay. We'll help you. Yeah. Okay. All 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 life is sacred.
2: Hey, this is a uh, it's a oh crap! What's it called when it's the Oh yeah, it's
0: a primary source.
2: Primary, there we go. Yeah, just think yeah, of it. You, this is you have a primary source for this town and this area. This is a fantastic opportunity both for
1: you and for them. And 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 you'll stay while I while, while I do this and she kind of like closes her shoulders a little bit closer to herself.
2: So, this is the initial research part. What we need to do is we need to get all of the information from everybody here and we'll help you with it because we can you know they can say it we can write too we can write everything down and with the three of us getting everything down hopefully we can get it down pretty quickly right because we don't want to be out here too long
0: um, we have recording
1: devices
2: i know can they record ghost voices though <laughs> that's a good question I don't
1: know. <laughs> if the spirits want to speak yes that's the okay. thing is that, um, basically what you have, Lee, is kind of something that forces the spirits to speak. You know what I mean? Like they they will speak to you. Right. Yeah. I was thinking like our phones.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I just didn't know if I could actually record it.
1: No, indeed. Like the if if the spirit wants to tell its story, like it'll record something.
2: That. So so hap. So we we're just gonna. The, we've got three of us. We've got three devices. We can get everything recorded and then when you get back to town, you can settle in with all of that information and write your next book. Uh, uh, uh. But no one, no one else has done this before. No one has these primary resources, right? So if you want to be the leading known scholar on the vast wars, particularly in this area, this is your chance. Yep. Um, uh, Oh, okay. Good, 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 good woman. I knew, I knew you, I knew you, I knew we had you along for a reason. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: The woman standing in front of you, uh, she, uh, she says, and uh, she doesn't say anything. Basically, you guys look around you and the voices, uh, the voices of these people begin to rise and rise and rise around you. And almost as if it's a scream and at the height of the scream, they dissipate. And mm-hmm. the people around you disappear. And just the woman is standing in front of you with this wispy wound coming out of her chest. And she says, very well. With that, basically, you guys begin recording the voices of these, uh, mm-hmm, of these people. Mm-hmm. It takes you some time as they recount the tales and some emotional yeah. labor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what I'm worried about is
0: do we have enough... Can we stay
1: here long enough to do this? Yeah,
2: that is the only thing I'm worried about, too.
1: If you guys basically stay true to your word in terms of recording as many people as you can in the next couple of days and then coming back, the lesions seem amenable to that simply because you're, you're keeping to your word. And if you die here, you just become another spirit.
2: Right. And then we don't actually succeed. No. Right. Because we can't take the information
1: out. (laughs) But so you managed to do it over the next couple of weeks. And and Hap actually gets a couple of her scholar friends to volunteer to come here to assist. Boy, that's an awkward email. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a it's an awkward email, but she she manages to sucker some people into coming with you guys. She gets grad students. Yeah, she gets all her uh, she gets all her grad students. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And uh, yeah, you guys uh, you guys get all the voices recorded. And as each voice is recorded and kind of uploaded to this central network where it's going to be recorded, as it's going to be kind of published and researched and, you know, put into some type of memory in Greenleaf and in Hap's research, you notice that the bodies in the town start to dissipate and that the town becomes more and more empty until the last one there is the woman who was speaking to you guys. Hap has rounded up her research team, and she's headed back to Greenleaf, and it's just the two of you. She uh, she seems more human now, less, you know, that big wispy wound that was on her chest is gone. And uh, even though she is kind of spirity and see-through, she's now one whole person. And she looks at the both of you, and she says, thank you.
0: You're welcome. Your experiences here won't be forgotten. I wish we could undo them, but the best we can do is make sure your story's told.
1: She nods. My, uh, my duty was to my town. I do not need my story told. You telling them is enough. I am now at peace. She looks to the shell and she says, Take the guardian with you. Thank you. And with that, basically, a kind of a wind sweeps in and she, uh, she dissipates on the wind.
0: And we're very prepared for when we remove this shell for the the acid to come back, right? We're prepared for this. Well, it's either going to come back or we're
2: just going to walk through because the shell will move with a force oh, field the protection around was- us.
0: Interesting. Yeah. That's
2: my hope. But yeah, let's see what happens, shall we?
0: This was absolutely fascinating. Mm-hmm. The horrors of this war. I don't know if we'll ever be able to to truly heal our entire continent.
2: Certainly not until, uh, well, who knows? But, but Lee, there's always something exciting around the next corner. So you have to just keep going forward.
1: And then I pick up the shell. <laughs> so you pick up the shell. I, I imagine, like, Yana's, like, as she's talking to him, just already climbing, clambering up the fountain. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> right. And I'm, like, looking very, wis- like, wisply out at the village, and and even though <laughs> all of the souls moment. are gone, like, my head is sort of recreating what, like, the day before these horrible things happened, and, and like, I'm getting a little teary, and then...
1: <laughs> Yoink! <laughs> yeah, and the-, the shield comes down, and then uh, you see as you're holding it, it actually, like, centers around you and kind of shields the both of you guys, and you think this is the cool... Artifact. Uh, a cool trophy you can uh,
0: huh. use. Hey, I bet we could use this in other areas.
1: You uh, you also feel that this spirit kind of connects with that of, uh, of the arm. Yana, you get the sense that your quest is almost done. You think you need to probably collect one more thing, possibly the other half of the bracelet, and mm-hmm. uh, you can finally put Krin to rest.
2: Alright, here's what I'm thinking. This seems pretty close. Let's get back to town and then maybe in front of the statue, just because it feels right. Right. I'm going to ask you for that bracelet back and we're going to see if this works for Crin Faso. OK. OK. Cool. Acid rain.
1: <laughs> Acid rain. Acid rain. All right. So you guys, uh, you guys take the shell back to town to the center of town you reconnect the bracelets you mm-hmm. take out the arm and you have the shell um yana this time you can see it as well you see the uh, the gauze figure of prin who was holding up the tree this time her face almost looks grimaced as if it was a a long time and a long burden that she was holding up this tree by herself. She, uh, she looks down at all these items that were connected. This bracelet which obviously connected her to a lost love. The arm of herself <laughs> and the shell of her familiar. She steps down from the podium. While well, you see still that her statue is there. But her Gaussian figure steps down. She, uh, she smiles at the both of you. She touches her heart. She nods to the both of you. As she does, basically, you uh, you see her figure kind of disappear almost in in a white light from her gauze figure. And you no longer feel her presence. There you go. And mm. I think that's game. Be at peace, Corinne.
2: Thank you. That game was great.
1: (laughs) That had some feels. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh.
0: (laughs) I love games that like have really funny moments. And then there are times that are like, oof, I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) cry.
2: Really quickly. Thank you so much. A for being here and running this for us and uh, B uh, tell people where they can find you and this game on the internet. And of course this will be at the end of the last episode. So I think, I think your Kickstarter might be over by the time that it drops, but let people know where they can stock it down if they missed it.
1: You can find our game on our website. Uh, we'll put all the pre-order stuff there. Um and that's angryhamsterpublishing.com. You can follow us on Twitter at AngryhamsterRPG and on Facebook, and we're Angry Hamster Publishing.
2: Thank you. Is there anything else that we should tell them while you're here about Witch or anything like that?
1: There's more games to come, so subscribe for our newsletter.
0: What I really like about this... I mean, I really like this game. I, li- I like that there's technology and sort of this animal magic. And spirit and, magic kind and of And spirit yeah. magic, yeah. It's it's really neat, and it's, it's light enough that you could pick up and go pretty easily.
2: And I also have to say... Um... I really enjoy the uh, setting that you've created, both in oh, that there yeah. was, like, there's significant past violence, but that you're basically working to heal
1: it. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely wanted a hopeful game. I thought, like, last year wasn't good for anybody, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we could tell you stories. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to create something that, in the end, kind of made you feel a little happy about what you've done. Um, and I think gaming can do that, you know? Yeah. Yes, it can.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for running and thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for writing an awesome game.
0: (laughs) We hope you enjoyed listening to episode 80 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, you can find out more about us at sasgeek.com or on Twitter at sasgeekpodcast. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find out more online, kieranstrange.com or also on Twitter at kieranstrange. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back in two weeks for our next adventure. You like She's a Super Geek? Well, check out the Misdirected Mark podcast. Chris, Phil, and Bob go live every Tuesday evening at 845 Eastern, 645 the Queen's Time to break down and get inside games, game mastering, playing games, and game designs in an effort to entertain and inform you.